0: So if you follow me on Instagram at Raised on Rhythm, you'll know that I recently became an official member of a band called Peyote Ugly, and this band I'm here with today was like a lifeline for us, you know, when lockdown was still happening, I mean, we played a live stream together, but now they have a real life album release show coming up this week, and we're gonna be opening for them, Peyote Ugly, and they have looked out for us major on this. This band I speak of is Linda from work. And since I have two out of the three members here, let's introduce everybody.
1: Hi, I'm Hillary,
0: And I'm Sam. Uh, <laughs> Hillary
2: is the vocalist and lead guitarist and talent and songwriter. And Sam's uh, the drummer.
1: Show
0: up with drums. And Sam's the drummer. And I'm just like, I'm now I'm flashing back to that, you know, that live stream that we did back in the fall. But like, yo, this show on Friday, are y'all ready for this? Oh my God. I'm beyond. Ridiculous. So fucking excited.
1: Because yeah, not only is it our first show in like 16 months since pre-COVID, but then we get to play with Peyote Ugly, which is awesome, because that live stream was still so much fun. Not quite the same without the audience, but like now we get to do it for real. That
2: was maybe the best day of the pandemic for me. We had a blast. And then we just hung out at Central afterwards
0: and like partied. Pretty much. You know, it was was like midway through. This was back in October for the Big Building live stream. Shout out to Big Building, Ben, and everybody Mm -hmm. over there. Um, Yeah. And at Central Saloon, October was a weird time because it was sort of like halfway, I guess, into the whole... You know, all that. Right. And so, yeah, that one live stream at Central, I just remember like bringing my gear there that night, and this was in Pioneer Square. And, Unloading our gear into the venue, and everybody in Pioneer Square in the neighborhood was just like coming up to us, like, "Is, is there a show tonight? Is right. there a lot of music here?" <laughs> like, you know, it was like it was so like, exciting.
1: We had to be like, "No, I'm sorry, yeah, no, you can't come like, in." I can
0: give you this Facebook link. Let me try to copy paste this real right. quick. Do, do you have a Facebook? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was yeah, it was so clumsy. But I I don't know. Just going in there that night, and and it was a great time. Like mm. I I feel like we all had an amazing time playing that show. And the difference, like I say, is like there was no. There's no audience. You know, that's the thing about a live stream. So it's like every time you finish a song, you know, you just have this like dead silence. Yeah. There's like maybe one tech who, like, you know, like I want to clap, but I have to hold this camera steady too. At the yeah, same there's some time. people doing a few and like yeah. half
1: hearted woos.
0: Yeah. Like, 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 oh, like two or three woos. And it's, <laughs> thank just, <you>. it's <laughs> just like, yeah, that's always like the weirdest coat, like, code of conduct if you're filming a live stream to try and figure that out like what am i supposed to do like this was right fun but i can't react oh god yeah it's just such a drag after I you finish shows. the song you're like
2: thank you that was great and everyone's like yeah we, we know know <laughs> 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 thank you camera guy yeah. <laughs> thank you Woo. sound guy to thanks all for the being people here. who aren't here thanks for tuning
0: in to, to, i it, don't
1: know how many of you are there but could like could be five <laughs>
0: Yeah, my real. mom <laughs> shout out to my mom <laughs>
1: <She's>, <laughs> <laughs> she,
0: she
2: might be watching my mom watches all my
0: life <laughs> <right? laughs> sent her the link and you have to explain to her how to like log into twitch or something yeah, oh, okay. yeah i mean yeah, days later know. she
2: watches them there's no
0: yeah. way <laughs> yeah but like my dad was a computer he used to be a uh, computer programmer before he retired and i was explaining i had to show him how to set up his Lyft app on his android phone because he's just like not a user he loves programming this stuff
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: and, and he loves technology and stuff stuff, but he just absolutely never uses this stuff. Got it. So yeah, like showing him how to set up his phone and stuff. So the live streams, yeah, it's, it's always like I had to kind of like guide him through that process. Like we're playing, but not really, but you can watch it. But here it is at this time. And I don't know if he, he had like Facebook open in another window and was just switching over <laughs> at the
2: time. Last <laughs> time we visited Austin, uh, this is where my family's I was born and yeah, raised yeah. in Austin. Um, uh, we went to a VR place with my parents. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was like my two brothers, me and Hillary, and then my parents. And it was like <laughs> a vr escape room thing and the whole time my parents was like
1: what's happening where am i what's going on and your this mom is kept so walking hard. into a wall and we're was like oh, i i'm just gonna beat this we'll come we back like, for you we were um. like
2: okay so we already beat this room you just have to walk through the door so that we can go to the next room together
1: um. and they were like i'm lost what's
2: happening yeah it
0: happens and oh yeah you know you know i want to ask you about that though because y'all are from austin and you moved up to seattle we lived in That's
2: Chicago right. for a couple years. Chicago too. for yeah. a couple
0: years too. And okay, then yeah. I'm
1: originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. And yeah. so. Ohio. Yeah.
0: Did you see that meme that was going around? Like, here's the American flag, but I crossed out the 17th star because I don't believe in Ohio.
1: Yes. No, I've seen that. I mean, <laughs> Ohio is a really good, like, punching bag of a state. Shout I out to get Dan,
0: Dan Lyon from Spirit Award because he's from Ohio. Oh, too. yeah? So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, we, I always trade Ohio memes with him now, I feel like. Yeah. Hillary <laughs> does not appreciate the uh, Cleveland jokes, though. <laughs> uh, I know. Okay. Again, All it's right. just,
1: I mean, we I can do. Edit, we
0: can edit this part out. Oh, no,
1: it's fine. <laughs> it's just everybody has jokes about Cleveland, and I'm just like, yes, I know uh-huh mm-hmm. mistake on the lake no, sure that,
0: that's not a joke you had to live it for real
1: yeah <laughs> 18 <laughs> years still haven't recovered
0: <laughs> oh man so you, oh. you moved around then and, and you come up to seattle is that mm-hmm. where linda from work started or mm-hmm. is, yes okay yeah take me back in the history of that
1: so we've been in like other projects and even when we first moved to seattle we were in another band but it just wasn't really quite what we wanted to do musically. Yeah, and yeah. so we kind of branched off on our own and started Linda from Work. Yeah. And, you know, we played some shows. We really, you know, started to get back into the scene. And then Mary joined the band. And yes. it was kind of just like everything clicked. And we really just were able to kind of take off from there. Yeah, like, it, the-,
2: the Seattle scene's been so amazing, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. we played music in plenty of other cities and stuff. But... And, you know, there's just something about the community here. People are always, you know,
1: it's yeah. I mean, honestly, it's weirdly supportive, but it's like a really good kind of supportive community compared to a lot of other cities. Things can get really clicky and people don't want to help each other out. It gets super competitive. Whereas here, I feel like I've just seen a lot of like even bigger bands come back and they want to help new bands like grow in the scene as well
0: yeah and you know you look at like you know what Sir Mix-a-Lot has done I think for yeah. the scene like in the last year where he like donated money out of his pocket to keep honestly like a lot of these just private clubs and venues going he didn't have to do that you right know? but like he just he looked out I mean you know you see some of the stuff that Pearl Jam does with, you know when they brought up like Thunder Pussy and, and stuff like that that's one thing I've always loved about this city is like there is like that kind of spirit of you know look out and, and make sure people coming up you know are taken care of and have opportunities too and stuff like that especially if you get on to.
2: oh even yeah. what's the under yeah. twenty one, Sound Off thing. Like other oh, cities yeah. don't do that. Sound off, That's yeah. you know, have the Vera Project, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really great. It's yeah. one of the reasons like Seattle's got this unique art scene. That, yeah. That's yeah. really
0: cool. Between that and KEXP, it's just like, yeah, there's, there's like a vibe up here, you know, cause I've lived in different cities too. And right. When I came up here, it's just like, well, like there's something like in the air going on. Here there's something different just, here. Really, yeah. You don't really get like people from Seattle. Don't yeah. realize like how amazing <laughs> KEXP
2: is. Like I knew about KEXP having yeah. never been to Seattle before. Yeah. Uh, we got yeah. played like at like four in the morning on KEXP. And I have a friend in Thailand who, who was yeah. like, I just heard you on the radio. Like people listen to KEXP all over.
0: Well, I, I used to live in Tallahassee, Florida for about seven years. And down there they had V89, which was FSU's like college radio station. And it's kind of funny because you know you used to listen to them and it's like, you know, music you weren't gonna hear anywhere else or something like that. Mm-hmm. And finally, after I came up here, I started to realize like, wait a second, like all they were doing was just playing whatever KEXP <laughs> was playing. Like that was literally like the Tastemaker station. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, and I don't know, finally after a while of that I'm just like, well, if they're gonna just copy off them anyway. I just go to where like the originator is at. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that you know that was it. I mean we all just got kind of like drawn, like you know, like Seattle was like this magnet, and it just I don't know pulled us all up here. So. Uh, when I was 14, yeah. listening to like
2: Nirvana being angsty in my room, if you told me I was playing <laughs> drums in a band in Seattle, I would have lost my mind. I'm like, that's my dream. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, oh, well, that's that was the point I got to, too. And I, I kind of avoided it, even though, um, Elliot, you know our guitarist and Peyote Ugly. I mean, he mm-hmm. had moved up here from Florida to Blade. Pa- all the Blade Palace guys were ex- right. We were all ex-Florida folk, you know, that ended up up here. But the more I kept in touch with Rob and Elliot, and they were doing stuff around here. Elliot was doing his thing as Peyote, and I'd mm-hmm. keep in touch with Rob, and we started Blade Palace. And like, eventually, it's just like, man, I just got like drawn up here for that reason. I didn't want to for the longest <laughs> time either, because like I mean, it was like expensive, and I was like right. really intimidated. And finally, it just got to the point where like I was visiting up here, like. Probably every three or four months. I'm just like, well, I mean, yeah, okay, it's expensive, but like, how much am I spending on airline tickets to just come back up here (laughs) and like back and forth? So
2: we moved to Seattle and I had never been here. Yeah. Like, we yeah. were just like, yeah. wasn't working out in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, we weren't having fun, like, yeah. dead end jobs, that sort of thing. We were like, <laughs> couldn't really
1: get a band together. Roll the <laughs>
0: dice and pick a city. Yeah. We had one friend in Seattle. We were wow. like, that's where we're going. Yeah. Wow. And then you got up here and now you're about to play Barbosa. And like, I know, love
1: Barbosa too. Like, that's just such a good venue. Barbossa's and there's such a vibe.
0: Yeah. Barbosa
1: Numos, that whole like complex is just so much fun to attend shows, to play yeah. shows. They're really great people to work with. They take
0: good care of you too. Like, yeah. They're just fun. Have y'all had a chance to get out to any of the shows now, like in July, now that they've been happening again at NUMO's and Barbosa,
1: like I Haven't been able to make it to a ton. We were out of town yeah. for that big like reopening. The, for show. the Spirit Award the Spirit show. Award oh my Antonio. God, I wanted to go to that. So so bad. Dude, that
0: was a movie that night. God,
1: we were so like... sad. I was like, why did I have to visit my family now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we did miss the crazy heat wave, though. So.
0: True, you know,
2: sort of yeah. good, sort
0: of bad. True, right. it was it was a mixed blessing. Yeah, those those first couple of weeks in July, I remember. God, there was like that first week. I think I ended up going to like six shows in five days. Like, and it was just, and then there was crowd surfing at at least four of them. Yeah. Oh
2: my God. Yeah, people are
0: ready to mosh. You're yeah. like, this is like
2: like soft alt rock. Why is everyone yeah, like jumping? Like, seriously,
0: <laughs> and my, like my literally the first thought that popped in my head after that was yo fuck live streams. Like, oh my God, yeah. like, dude, I dad, can't, never I, going back. I miss right. the real show so much. I was like, yeah, you know, oh, my God. So
1: No, I'm so excited. There's like a different energy, I feel like, to everyone now post-COVID. I mean, I know we're still in COVID, but like now that post-lockdown, I should say. Yeah. No. And just like, yeah, even for really like slow indie music, people are like yeah, let's go! <laughs> I'm like, this is great! I love this energy. Yeah,
0: because we just don't take it for granted anymore. Yeah, like we used to. Did y'all get knocked out by the vaccine by the way? Like on the day after the second one, did y'all get Pfizer? Or we got
1: I, Pfizer, I, yeah. I, I had a,
2: a little bit of something. What it was is I felt stupid as fuck for like 12 <laughs> hours. I was like, you know when you walk into a room and you like forget why you walked in your room and you're yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was just that for 12 straight hours. Like I couldn't I, yeah. I was just like staring at the wall drooling oh like I don't God. know what it was
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: that's a weird side effect that was the day I, I got <laughs> the um, the second dose of the Pfizer I just remember the day after I got that I was knocked the fuck out and I was supposed to I actually recorded a podcast with Eric Jung he used to be in Forest Ray okay. um, that was the day that I recorded that episode but it was all I could do that day you just <laughs> see me like on camera but it was all I could do to just like Crawl out of bed yeah. and go <laughs> record that fucking interview for like an hour. And I love Eric to death, dude. Like, it's not like it was, yeah. it, was, it was actually, I think it ended up being like a really fun interview for me, but like, I just remember that day, like as soon as I crawled out, I did that. And as soon as we clicked off with that, I just like went back in my bed, knocked the fuck out for like another six hours. Yeah. That was like me yeah. post second yeah. shot.
1: I was just like, I felt like I got hit by a truck and just yeah. like low yeah, energy. And it, I couldn't wake up Ugh. no matter like how much coffee or oh. caffeine I tried. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah,
0: my body gets like that, too, like with caffeine, sometimes like where it's no matter like how like I'll say like, OK, I'm going to stay up all night tonight. and I'd chug like, you know, six zevias or whatever. Yeah. And it, like just but my body will still just be like, no. And then <laughs> we're not
1: doing this. No. Yeah. Or like,
0: I'm still going to fall straight asleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, even post
2: lockdown, I feel like nobody's got the stamina anymore. Like, yeah. uh, before everything locked down, Hillary was in three bands. I was yeah. in two. She was yeah. working 40 hours a week. Yeah. We were out seven days a week. And when the bars <laughs> yeah. would close at two, people would come back to our place and keep going. <laughs> like, we were always doing something cool. And now, like, literally last night, we were at a bar at 10, 15 with like seven or eight friends, yeah. like having yeah. a great time. And everyone goes, yeah. oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up.
1: That was just I like, was like, oh god, <laughs>
0: what happened? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> we were at, like, where did it go? We've lost it. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I, I I went out. I went out to a few shows last night. Where did I end up? I ended up at the um Gaytheist Assertion show at Southgate Roller Rink, oh. which yeah, White Center now. Like, when did White Center get popping as fuck? White it. Center so was fun.
1: starting up
2: right before things locked down, and like, okay, yeah, badass.
1: Yeah. because yeah.
2: No. And that roller rink's hilarious. I love playing there. The it's so much a fun. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Uh- we were playing a show, and then the band who went on after us, some guy fell and broke his leg. <laughs> we were, <laughs> and they were like, "Damn, I didn't know we rocked that hard.
1: Like, we're so good." This
2: guy had to be carted out in a hospital or in, a, in an ambulance.
0: Rock and roll, man. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: hope you got health insurance,
1: right? <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Um, White Center's been really fun. Like, even just the first show that we saw post lockdown was at Drunkies. It was the Blade Palace Blade show, Palace, yeah, and that was, was so much better than I even expected like the York, venue yeah. and being outside because I was like I don't know outdoor shows is it going to be like the same level of yeah, excitement, but it was so much fun. Everyone was just
0: because the Drunkies patio isn't like expansive, right? In that way, it's it's like a guy. I remember like that night we were on limited capacity, so I think it was like limited one hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you all were out there, and then Hex and Mary and like every, dude, everybody. Everyone. That was Everyone. like the first was, big show dude, of the, it was a the movie summer that night. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, oh my god! You know, shout out to Drunkies, Greg, and everybody for that one. Like, because that night it was just the Astor House. Of course, how can mm-hmm. I forget Astor right. House, man? But Astor House are a great live band. They went on after us and oh my God, like Astor oh, House yeah. just shut it down that night. It was so awesome. Well, and it was great just seeing yeah. everybody we hadn't seen for a year and a half. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Because there were certainly some people that we saw as like lockdown restrictions kind of lessened. Yeah. But there's these people I would always run into at shows or see out and about throughout the week that yeah. I was like, I haven't seen you in a year. Yeah. I missed you.
0: You know who I see a lot of, you know now, and it's like I'm I'm stoked to see him out at the show too. Maya Marie. Oh my god, love Maya. sauna yeah oh, man. Man. Stereo Sauna is going to be the first band coming up here on yes. the bill at Barbosa Stereo Sauna Peyote ugly, and then Linda from work. I think it's going
2: to be their first live show too they were a, Stereo Sauna I yeah. think they were, okay, a, were they're a pandemic band like they, got together. Band? they yes. got together they got together over yeah. the uh, so they've done some live streams but this okay. is going to be like I think okay. yeah the first live yeah. Yeah.
1: show which we're so stoked Ooh, to have them join us too like I we know. love Maya Maya's a friend it's her voice is I'm incredible Maya, man, too yeah. And so yeah, when I heard she was doing something with another band, I was like, Oh my god, this is perfect.
0: Maya's, Maya's doing a couple of things right now. Oh she's, my, she's yeah. got Rainbow uh the Rainbow Coalition, Death right. Cult with Nicole Swims from Black Ends. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I saw them at Jupiter a couple of weeks back and I'm like, holy shit, like that. That they're like like very thrashy, like very like hardcore old school, but like I right. love it because it's like I feel like it's Maya and Nicole doing that. Yeah. As I'm looking at it, it's just the energy in that room. Like that was that was the first time in my life I've ever been in a mosh pit and I'm thirty four. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah. That show was okay. wild out there that yeah. night,
2: man. <laughs> like,
0: so, yeah, Rainbow Coalition, Death Cult, and then, of course, you know, Stereo Sauna. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the other weekend I was out at Attaball, and, and I was just chilling out there on a Monday night doing like karaoke with like a little boombox, yeah. like in the corner. And, you know, <laughs> just we were all like, you know, coming up and just tipping a dollar. It's like six square feet, maybe, for like this whole thing. Right. You know, we're just reading lyrics off our phones. We're all just like chilling <laughs> out, like on the, the patio at Attaball. It was like very. Very wholesome. That's so fun. Adderall like kind of the jam for that now. the place to be. That. It really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Adibals, what's up. That's yeah. my spot. I'm the yeah. engineer. Shout, in the corner shout out to our engineer <laughs> <laughs> Max. Today. Yeah, we hey got guys. Max here at Third Wheel Podcast Studios at a secret undisclosed location in <laughs> Seattle.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, Adderall awesome. I live right by there. I'm always always trying to go there except yeah. on the weekends right. the line gets long oh. and it's not a big venue. No, big they bar. gotta
0: go on the weeknights. You yeah. have That's to, the play yeah. right there. Have they been opening the upstairs bar?
2: They have actually. And I uh, feel like nobody knows about that so yeah. you kind of like sneak out there. Way. way.
0: well, I didn't know about that shit.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're in Fremont Friday
2: you can look up and you can see people up there now. I
0: actually haven't been there since I reopened it but
1: it nice. looks like uh, it's open. Oh, With
0: the Fremont Friday, shout out to Marshall Law Band, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Doing their thing out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, we love Annabelle, but... We've tried going on a weekend a few times, and I'm just like, no, this is terrible. No I can't, can't do, do this. It. It's too packed. I can't even get to the bar. Why am I here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> just not, sit on the patio. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Just hang out with friends. <laughs> or come out on a Monday night.
0: Yeah. do right. karaoke there on the patio or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. We're like, whatever. <laughs> it's cool. But um, this show, I should, you know, switching gears back to the Barbosa show, because it's going right. to be an album release show Yes. it from work. You mm-hmm. mm-hmm. got a new song. Teeth is getting played on KEXP now. Right. And, you know.
1: Which is yeah. very exciting. I'm just glad that, like, because we came, or we recorded this whole album during the pandemic. And so we yeah. haven't really gotten a chance to play any of these new songs for people. Yeah. So I have yeah. no idea what people's yeah. response was going to be. And luckily, it seems like so far people like it.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I mean, we're not for nothing, but it's like we're most of the stuff in the set list with Peyote is all going to be unreleased stuff. It's going to be off the new record, too. Yeah. So, like, that night, between you, between us, and everything like that, it's just going to be like, just. Don't come into it with any preconceptions. Just come right. here and just be ready to, to hear something.
2: But also if you're hear listening something. and you want to mosh, like if you're these people who are ready to go back to shows, our new set is so like high energy okay, and ready to go. Yeah. Like it's yeah. going to be loud. Yeah. It might need earplugs because we're going all out. I haven't played a show in a year.
0: <laughs> like, that was my next question is yeah. will there be mosh?
1: I hope so. I don't
0: know if it's officially sanctioned by Barbosa, so I don't want to put it out there like Fair that. Enough. But um, well, you know, and that's usually how this goes. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's like, the uh, one thing everybody knows uh, about rock shows is we always follow the rules. Yes, <laughs> very strict. Yes, yes absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Every time, always. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, now, I mean, man, but the the new record though was that was that another Jack and Dino produced endeavor yes. with that.
1: Yeah, no, we love working with Jack, and so when we were starting to record, because we initially thought this was going to just be an EP, and then as lockdown stretched on, we're like, why not just make it a full-length album? Sure, And so... We love working with Jack. The moment we knew we were going to record, we're like, we're going back to Soundhouse.
0: Jack's a legend, man. Oh, like, for sure. You know, yeah. If, if you're not aware of Jack and Dean, you know, I mean, you can look him up. But like, I'm not, I honestly, I don't even care about this stuff from like 40 years ago. I'm like, f- like look at what he's doing now. Yeah. yeah. Like, now. Like, he's out here and he's still, even after everything he's done, he's still out here and he's still recording like his day one out here, man. Yeah. You know. And- Absolutely. I mean, he could 100% charge way more for what he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And
2: he's- such an integral part of the Seattle scene for these up and coming bands. When we were just doing our EP, we didn't know shit. We went in and we're like, how do I record an album? And like, we could afford it. I mean, so we recorded this whole album recorded and mixed
0: in four and a half days. Yeah. Like, nobody does that. That's insanity. Yeah. And and for somebody like Jack to still be out here and doing that, I mean, I think that's, again, one thing that I get back to with the Seattle music scene like that is just, it's always felt so genuine to me in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, you could tell, like, I'm just looking at it from an uh, outside perspective, I just look at this and I'm just like, man, Jack must really love recording, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. <shit. laughs> he does. He
2: lives next door. It's actually a great setup. Yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, I don't know, he's just, he's fun. He's not going to like... Yeah. Uh...
1: Overproduce you?
2: Yes, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. which it's, I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hillary, Hillary hates being told what to do. Yeah. yeah. So the moment sure. somebody is like, "Hey, maybe think about changing this part," she's like, Mm-mm, "Shut up."
0: <laughs> but that's yeah. But that's kind of what I wonder about. Like what that was like recording with Jack, though, because like I, what I always wonder, and this is just something from years of recording, is just mm-hmm. like, what's that process with him to kind of get that emotion out of artists because like anybody can just hit record and like start playing a part and like, okay, that's the take. But then like, you know, I feel like with really good producers, like with Jack and stuff mm-hmm. like that, there's a whole other thing to that where it's like you're not just listening for perfect pitch, you're listening for emotion almost. Yeah. And that's when I like when I listen to Linda from work, or when I listen to like Black Ends or some of the other groups who've worked with every mm-hmm. record that I've heard from Jack. It's just like okay this sounds like it doesn't sound it sounds polished enough to where it's like okay like i like i could play this like a radio station could play this and not be like embarrassed you know but it's not overproduced to where like i don't like like i feel like this performance could have actually happened yeah
1: (laughs) i mean i think his whole philosophy seems to be not overproducing but just making you sound the most authentic and best version of yourself like yeah He really wants to capture that. I mean, when we record, we do all the instruments live, like just play it through, no click track, just record all of the instruments at the same time, maybe do some like punch-ins. But overall, it's just all of us playing and then hit with the vocals. And so it feels like almost a really well-done live Recording? Man,
0: and that's that's like where I would love to learn like Jack's magic because I've tried that no-click track approach in Blade Palace too. And sometimes yeah. I've like the results have come out and I'm just like, God <laughs> damn it, this is so much not as good as I thought it was going to be. But again, like I'm trying to go for that same kind of feel. But God damn it, Jack, what's your secret? Come on the podcast if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> A lot of it too is that he's
2: kind of demanding. You have to be yeah. well rehearsed. Like yeah. again, yeah. if you're going to record 11 songs
0: and mix them yeah. in four days, yeah you really only get two or three takes see yeah and and that's the other thing about it because like I know for some bands their process is more just like you know we've only got this part maybe like 50% of the way Mm -hmm. but fuck it let's just try like 40-50 takes you know through and kind of like see how it molds like when we're going and recording so you can't really do that with somebody like Jack necessarily um, I mean
2: you can write in the studio but it's your money and your time he's like
0: yeah
2: I'll go you can figure out what the lyrics are for this song I'll go have lunch when I come back like we can record you're still paying me (laughs) so a lot of a lot of our stuff was was financial constraints sure we were you know like dead broke in the middle of the pandemic at the
0: time so it was like we are going to do all of this as fast as possible yeah and and there is i mean i do think there's something to the um the adage and you know i remember like david lee roth used to say this in interviews where it's like it's rock and roll man like if you can't do this in two or three takes like you just go rehearse go practice or something but you can't like you know, you almost like I feel like sometimes as an engineer, you almost have to be like a bartender in the studio, or it's just like okay, I'm cutting you off after that. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't.
1: We'll come back you know, to it. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll come back to it. Go take a day or work on this or something like that. But I'm I'm cutting you off after this, man. So it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of wrapping up too. I guess I just want to ask you all, like, what is the biggest thing that you learned about yourselves as a band in the last year, going through all this stuff?
1: Hmm, that's a really good question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I guess mostly just because we did yeah. all of this album stuff over the pandemic, um, recording and trying to learn as much as we could about PR marketing and just doing it all yeah. ourselves. Yeah. I think, at least I personally learned, like we can do a lot ourselves. Like we can yes. research and just with enough like drive and ambition we can really get a lot done and we can write some good music and we can take good pictures and develop this product that like, I'm really proud to get out there, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. What I think I learned was, uh, just the the drive that's necessary. Like Hillary practices guitar every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Over the pandemic, I was drumming every single day. Yeah. And you still got that crash symbol I gave you at the last? Yes, year? I do. I so. <laughs> and I save it for shows and recording only. I have broken so many symbols this year; it's ridiculous. They're so expensive.
0: Be- beat the shit out of it, bro. It's meant to be played, man. <laughs> yeah, I've got like crummy ones I use for practice. Yeah.
2: But uh, I mean, so yeah. just uh. And also, like, we love writing. It's... Yeah. Even we're, if we're never going to play a live show again, yeah. we would still be writing music and putting out albums and doing that, because that's the fun part, like, yeah. getting to create this stuff.
0: Yeah. And that's, like, I, I'm reminded, I think, um, Kim from Soundgarden is, you know, I'm busting out all these, like, random quotes today, but, it's, you <laughs> know, what, what they said was just, you know, that was the thing that they loved about the Seattle music scene was, again, it's just, like, very genuine in that way, because, mm-hmm. like, the bands up here, you know, it's like music... Nobody's going to, like, look down upon you for, like, wanting to make something happen with your music or anything like that. But at the same time, like, music up here was originally just something that you did to survive the winter.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: it was, you know, it's something that we do, like, as a communal thing and just with friends and everything like that. And I think, like, that's always the vibe that we try to bring out here to shows and stuff like that, too, is it's, you know, we can be be rough around the edges. But when you're out here, you're family. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sure. like Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I like Olive Garden. I was going to you. shout out to Olive Garden. Yep. <laughs> my favorite Italian restaurant. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so authentic.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Sam, mm-hmm. Hillary, I'm going to see you out there. Yeah. Like,
1: we'll see you next week.
0: Barbosa, <laughs> Friday, July 30th. What time do doors open? It's like seven. Seven. Mm hmm. And yeah, I mean, the show, I guess the music will start, you know, sometime after doors open, but it's going to be a movie out there that night. I mean, oh, it's yeah. going to be, be a party. blast. I'm yeah. so excited. I
1: think it's going to be big
0: alright Joe. Thank you for coming on doing Thanks this. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I'll see you out there at the show. Yeah.